0: In today's episode, I'm going to share something personal and very sensitive. Peace and blessings, everyone. This is Elegant Granny, your restoration strategist and creator and host of the Proactive Eye podcast. Last week, I talked about what I've been up to in quarter four and in quarter one of this year. A granny went on hiatus again, but it was for a compelling cause. It would have been nice to include you all in on what was going on, and I gave most of that info in last week's episode, so if you missed it, the link will be in the show notes so you can find out what I've been up to. I restructured the business so I'll be adding services this year other than the coaching, which will start up again, the beginning of quarter three, which will be in July. I'll go more into detail about that. This later on in this quarter, I co-wrote two books which are now on pre-sale and I will link the two for you in the show notes. The first book to be released is hope. Volume two, which is the sequel to the You Can project I did a couple of years ago. Hope is a project of a light bringing community motivating their audience through the discomforts of life and letting them know that they can continue and help build their expectations to thrive. The second book, Reading as a Social Movement, is a collaboration of women from the Women Aspiring for More Global Online Reading Community, which we call WAM share their experiences and stories about using reading as a vehicle to grow personally and professionally while in the community reading with like-minded women engaging in conversations from different perspectives. Both books are on pre-sale now for $20. You can find the details through my links in the show notes. I just want to add, you're going to want these. You really are. You're going to want these. And as a side note, women, if you are looking for a great book book club to engage with and delve into conversations about the books that we're reading, I will leave the link for you in the show notes for the women aspiring for more Facebook group, let the administrator know that elegant granny sent you. Now that you know a little more of what I've been up to, let's get into today's episode. This is the 3rd Annual Proactive Eye Sexual Assault Sexual Violence Avocation and to kick it off, I'm going to share a personal story I am ready to tell. I struggled through the avocation last year. Not sure if any of you could tell, but I was struggling to get through it so hard. Reason being, I was sexually assaulted and harassed by a co-worker on my job last year. Now, I'm no longer at this place of employment, and the perpetrator that committed this crime, at the time, he was still there when I left. I have no idea what he is doing, what, where, where he is, or anything. I just know that today, I am okay, and I am doing very well. So, to get to the story, just before last rounds, I was preparing a snack for a patient and out of the blue, this co-worker came up behind me, putting their hands on my body and it was very much unwanted. I was livid. I grabbed the countertop of the nurse's station and pulled it loose that's how angry I was. I really had to think quick because the way I really wanted to respond was going to land me in jail. And I was not about to be the one to go. So the only thing that came to me quickly to do was grab the countertop. Have you ever been so angry you could not speak? That's how I was at the moment. I had not been that angry in a very, very long time. That was the first incident in the same weekend we worked together. The second incident happened in the very same weekend the next night. It happened in the presence of one of the patients that is nonverbal, but very coherent. This patient could not say any sentences, but she was able to verbalize a few words that you could understand. She reached out to my hand before my hand and I took hers and she asked me if I was mad with two words. And she said, You mad? I nodded my head, yes, and she said, Tell it. And then she pat me on my hands. And I said, I will, but I really need to calm down first. And so she did her best to calm me down. She held my hand until she felt like I was okay, and then I left. So, I went to someone in the office I felt comfortable talking to. Unfortunately, there was nothing that she could do but get the person that could set things in motion and be a witness saying that she was the one I came forward to. This lady got the person assigned to manage that event, and. Together, we all made a report. Once the report was made, from my understanding, there was a meeting with the perpetrator, and this person was given two weeks off during the investigation. Now, here's the part that made me even more upset. I was told by the office that this person was coming back after the two weeks And if this person said or did anything else that made me uncomfortable to let them know immediately now, in my mind, there was no need to tell them anything because I had already planned that if anything else ever happened with this person or anyone else, I was filing a police report. I wasn't even going to say anything to them. I was just going to go straight to the police. Well, the fact that this person was coming back and all that happened to them was having two weeks off. That just wasn't enough justice for me. So I found out after the investigation that this wasn't not this wasn't the first time that this person did this to someone on the job. It's just that I was the only person that reported it. Now, being I wasn't comfortable at all with the perpetrator coming back. I just, I just refused to come back. I went to, I went to see my mental health therapist and we discussed this event. I told him I just wanted to focus on getting through this so I could either find another job or work for myself full time. So we formulated a plan just for that. Last week was the anniversary of that event. And I must say, it didn't affect me the way I thought it would. Generally, the anniversary date of a traumatic event for someone makes life a little tough. For those of you who have listened to me before, you know I am a very strong advocate for survivors of any form of abuse to see a mental health therapist and a spiritual advisor. Having sessions with both of mine really helped me. I don't think I would ever have been as successful with my transition from no longer being at a job that I didn't feel was safe for me to what I'm doing now. I honestly think I would have held on to so much anger that I couldn't function. Today, even as I share this story, I'm at much peace. This this is because I have a plan of action in place to help me as I continue healing from past trauma as well as current traumas. This is something we will go into a little more throughout the remainder of the month as we raise awareness of sexual assault and sexual violence in our community. I appreciate you all for listening, and I hope by sharing this piece of my story that it has encouraged you to share yours. It can make you a little anxious just to think about doing it. But the thing is, the more of us that do it makes it so much easier for the next person to do the same. You are a great asset in this world and it is especially important after a life of any form of abuse to see a physician and a mental health specialist as well as a spiritual advisor to help you excel as you recover. Let a granny know in the voice message feature or by email at proactivei@gmail.com at gmail.com some things you do to help you recover. I would love to hear your story and get your perspective on why these things are valuable to you. It has been a pleasure sharing with you today. All links to connect with me and free resources are in the show notes. Feel free to download episodes and take advantage of all the free resources provided. You can visit the Proactive Eye blog at bit.ly forward slash PEPodcastblog. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash P-E podcast blog. You can also connect with Proactive Eye on Instagram and Twitter. The handle is at Proactive Eye and also on Facebook. The handle is at Proactive Eye Podcast. This has been your host, Elegant Granny. Thank you for your support and visit again. And remember, healing is a continuous process, not a one-shot deal. Much love, peace, light, and healing vibes, family.